0: Okay. Well, I uh, I have to actually apologize for a number of things. First thing first is that um, well, this is a work in progress, and um, and um, a lot of things is not done yet. I'm not saying that uh, we have just recently started. This is this the idea I've, I've been playing with for for a long time, and then I inv- I invited Larry Sal from my supervisor, uh, PhD supervisor, and uh, he couldn't make it to come, had other commitments, so um, I'm mostly presenting uh, my own part, mostly. I have been read and commented by him, but um, if there is any problem, it's mine, Uh, so I take the responsibility. Uh, And the other thing is that I'm um, uh, pretty new in that area of composite indicators, um, I'm not as specialized as much as many people uh, who participated in this conference are um, so if um, I, I really really not only welcome but also appreciate comments more than questions, um, especially in, in in terms of the uh, the statistical issues um, okay. Um, yeah, um. and, uh, and half of my brain says that you have to be in bed because of the jet lag. <laughs> okay, uh, this is the way that the paper at the moment is planned to be a structured introduction, the aims. Uh, we're going to develop an open-minded um, um, index. And I, we have added um, a word critical um, to differentiate between with what we mean by open-mindedness and, and the liter- what, what the literature means. Um, um, and talk a, lot, a little bit about the social and theoretical background and the conceptual framework and where, the, where, where we are located in, in relation to others. Um, in terms of, and then the, uh, I will talk a little bit um, about the way that we have constructed our, um, or we try to construct our social index. Um, it's a multi-level and multi-dimensional um, synthetic indicator, so it's not just multi-dimensional but also multi-level. Um, and uh, and then I will talk about uh, the way that going, we go. We we would like to validate. Uh, a number of ways, including external and and, and content validity validity of the of the findings, and so on and so forth. Okay, so we're going to reintroduce the concept of open-mindedness under the title of critical open-mindedness. I have noticed that recently a book is published under this title of critical open-mindedness. I was not aware of that, but fortunately that book is draws a lot on on philosophy and so- social psychology uh, or psychology. Which is a bit different to our approach. So, we would like to present it as a kind of a social attitude um, um, with a stress on the sociological dimension of this. Um, so, it's a synthetic social index. I uh, differentiate between synthetic and composite. So, we, we actually compose a number of indicators out of the World Value Survey into um, a number of uh, comp- CI's composite indicators. That each of them represents different dimensions of critical open mindedness. I talk about these dimensions later. And then we again compose these dimensions again into another level, which I would call it synthetic. Um, so, that, uh, yeah, we, we draw on the data from World Value Survey in, in Australia in 2005 and 2012. Um, uh, yeah, we try to be integrative in terms of methodology and conceptual framework. I, I explain how, how and why. Um, and um, and uh, we, we try to, well, we can't really say that this is a new method, but we draw on a number of methods that we're flexible and would like to actually integrate a number of good things from different methods. Um, not only pragmatically deciding what method of composition is the best method de- depending on the value and on the, on the type of the variables and the objectives of the research but also we would like to be flexible in terms of borrowing different elements of different approaches and um, and um, well um, well that's a very long story australia is known for being multi- uh, a multiculturalist society it's a cult- it's, it's a society uh, which is I mean made up of so many immigrants 40 percent of the people are either born overseas, or one of at least one of their parents born overseas. So it's an immigration um, and uh, based, immigration-based society. But it's also known for a, it's, um, the, 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 its majority denying that past immigration, unfortunately. So there is a lot of uh, studies that shows that Australians, many of them, if not majority, uh, have. You know, mixed feelings about about um, multiculturalism, and multiculturalism has recently become under um, um, uh, uh, is, is challenged by, by the realities of globalization, a lot of immigrations. Uh, you know, normally if you look at the newspapers in Australia, there you, you find headlines about refugees and so on and so forth, similar to to to, to uh, European countries. Uh, so it's, um, it's, a, it's a very big issue and we would like to see to, to what extent people are open-minded towards um, these challenges and these challenges are not just cultural or multiculturalism but also because of the impact of globalization, austerity measures and so on and so forth. Uh, plus perceptions of democracy, many youth um, um, as probably that would also confirm your findings are highly disenfranchised dis- um, uh, from from democracy. Um, so, uh, we would like to know what's going on and how we can actually um, define define a, a, a way of measuring this. Um, okay. Um, just recently I was listening to an interview on, on radio and uh, that actually helped me to formulate my, in, what is the major problem here. And the interview was saying, uh, was appreciating the empathy that people in Europe were showing, especially in, in recent days, towards the refugees. Uh, but the question that he raised in that interview was very interesting, and it really com- corresponds to what I would like to say here as, as the core uh, issue of our conceptual framework. He asked if this huge emotional empathy towards refugees can be translated into also political views and political actions. I was on Facebook, and I saw a sign that was saying, if you're not interested in refugees, uh, then stop voting for the governments that go and bomb Middle East, okay? So, I mean, the ability of people to actually relate that cognitive and emotional uh, openness to to the broader society and politicize it, that was was a very good question. So, if we look at actually the literature, most of the literature focuses on uh, on the cognitive psychological aspect, and, and, um, and the story starts from, you know, probably most of you know, other know, and the F scale, the fascist scale. It was criticized because it was very ideological. Then Rokic came and said that why not actually just focusing on um, statements, on, on issues, that aspects of, of open mindedness that, that are very, very cognitive and very personal and apolitical. Then uh, Louis Kozer wrote a very short book review of Rokic's book. And um, he explained that uh, um, this is also uh, carrying some ideological elements in it, because uh, Rokic is, is writing at the time that, you know, uh, it's the time of the, you know, no, no more ideology. Um, so, uh, the afterward, people have started to have worked on the, on F-scale FS and D-scale, DS dogmatism scale of Rokic, and try to actually integrate um, the, the personal and the social, so they have mixed uh, statements that, that, re- that would represent or measure the cognitive or personal aspects of openness together with people's attitudes towards social issues. And the argument is that most of the people, the average people, they have to rely on, e- on examples, contextualized examples to tell you to what extent they are open-minded or they are closed-minded and just giving them some abstract things that are very related to the personal issues, that, that, is, not, uh, that is not adequate. What we do here is that we we try we acknowledge both sides, we try to be integrative, but we differentiate, unlike others, um, we differentiate between cognitive and the social, open-mindedness, and then we try to explore the relationship. So instead of creating a scale that has a, has a combination of both personal and social attitudes, we, we have created two scales based on the secondary data, of course, and that can be also extended to, to primary data. Um, uh, in, in the, the, the development of new scales for gathering primary data. Uh, okay, I think I spoke about these. Um, so how much is left? Oh, six minutes. Okay, so... Um, um, I can't go back. Does't work. Um, okay, these are the dimensions of critical open-mindedness. So, you know, being socially inclusive tolerance um, and this is critical open-mindedness um, and uh, being critical of the stereotypes and es- avoiding essentialism like faithism and sexism being mindful of social issues and, and, and ecological challenges, and being sensitive to unfairness and injustice. If I can show you that, okay. The cognitive open-mindedness is also defined based on a number of, of variables or indicators in the survey, World Value Survey, like teaching tolerance to children, um, and so on and so forth, trusting um, um, the, the, the personality issues, you know, non-fatalistic being non-f- non-fatalistic or anti-authoritarian, anti-authoritarianism. Um, okay, and, and uh, a little bit about the World Values Survey and the number of the interviewees. And, and uh, yeah, so the dimensions are defined as social, political, cultural, uh, and each of them are defined in this way. Um, economic and environmental, so we've got five dimensions being combined together into the COI, cri- Critical Open-Mindedness Index, and they also have a, a different index for cognitive, and we would like to explore the relationship between this. Uh, now, in terms of the methodology, uh, of course the selection of indicators, uh, we try to be intersu- intersubjective and we will extend that uh, a little bit further. Uh, we tried to make, uh, we, we adjust, made adjust, uh, adjustments for the directions and imputed the missing values. Uh, we followed a way of normalization this way, I put it as S indicator, as, as a scores, uh, w- which is at X minus minimum divided by, by the range. And then we checked the reliability in terms of um, and um, or Kronbach um, alpha. For the externally defined dimensions against the reliability of components found through the factor analysis. And we run um, uh, uh, principal component analysis in order to find the, the, the not only to to, to determine the weights. I skip some of these. um, and yeah, we, we use that factor analysis for, for the estimation of the weights. Um, and then the weights are calculated based on uh, one of the method's uh, recommendations that uh, it's, it, it would be the product, the multiplication of rotated competent matrix by the matrix of percentage of variance explained by selected factors. And um, then in the case of, um, I don't know uh, if you would, uh, uh, what would you think, um, uh, but um, in the case of the, we've got in some indicators that they don't actually discriminate much. Um, so um, I followed the way of concaving, um, and this is the formula And uh, in those cases, instead of creating dichotomous, which is not probably much helpful in when, we, when we want to, co- to make composite indicators, because we would still like to keep the scale or ordinal uh, at the same level. Um, and uh, dimensional, um, yeah. I mean, this, this would be the dimensional CIs, the five dimensions of social, political, economic, environmental, and cultural, uh, which would be the weights um, um, multiplied by the by the standardized uh, variables. And um, and uh, okay, here is the issue of penalization. So we we, we wanted to actually uh, also penalize those cases that, in terms of the different dimensions of, of, um, of critical open-mindedness, uh, there is a lot of inconsistency among them. So in order to to penalize those who have, for instance, they are culturally open-minded, but not, not as much, um, and they, they, or the, they're not very much socially open-minded. So the, these cases, from our point of view, need, they should be penalized for that. Um, and uh, we, we believe that can actually, in, in some cases, improve the the validity. And uh, instead of um, penalizing, I've seen people penalizing um, cases in terms of uh, the deviation from the mean, we would like to do, and and for that I'm I'm drawing on my engineering background, so I don't know really about the implications, the statistical implications of this, so as an engineer, I would like to penalize them in terms of their deviation from from the maximum instead of mean. Um, well, and then um, um, the validity can be actually checked or, or tested in terms, but by, by using a path analysis and um, and um, and regression, and, um, and, and those, I mean the penalized versus non-penalized non-penal, uh, composite indicators, um, they would be compared um, and. Um, we're not only interested to see higher r square for the regression or path analysis, but also we're interested to see a better and more logical combination of indicators um, being as the predictors of, of, of critical open-mindedness. For instance, if education, which we were certain from, other, from the literature, would determine the level of open-mindedness appears in the model or not, and, and to what extent it's it's a strong So that is, um, obviously speaking, that was the method and and the concept of Tremble. So, yeah, thank you. Thanks for your patience. too many uh, components into one single uh, concept. There's many things in it that uh, are simplified. Uh, I'm wondering if it's possible to, to uh, uh, get some uh, more essential core elements mm. out of the uh, big bag uh, of the uh, critical uh, components. Is it possible to that? Uh, we, yes and no. Uh, the, the, I think that we should compare these two uh, ways of, um, of um, composition. I take your question mostly as a comment, and, and, um, but I mean, the, there are uh, some limitations, especially in world value system, especially in two, the 2012 wave of it in, in Australia. They changed the questions. So, the, the, the cultural component has become much, much weaker. So, we don't really get many indicators in that. But for, for the social, it became a, bit, a little bit stronger. I mean, you get a, a, a good number out of them. Um, yeah, but I think the maximum that I put was for the cognitive, and that was 13 indicators. And in terms of the factor analysis, uh, when we actually defined externally the dimensions, and then we checked that we used the. Uh, principal component analysis, uh, it corresponded, the, the results corresponded to the dimensions that we externally defined in terms of the reliability. Um, yeah, but thank you. Well, uh, I ask you a question. Well, I was astonished that you did not mention trust, generalized method trust in others. I would say that there is a whole literature trust in institutions but also in, persons oh, in, in individuals. So I would argue yes that um, this should be linked to the core of this concept. Yes, this is one of the system. things that I miss. I mean although open-mindedness is not a popular concept among sociologists, it's a very popular well, it used to be very popular among social psychologists and then there there is a deep line there. After 1980s, there's a decline in the interest, probably because many of us are leftists and we didn't like <laughs> the idea very much. But um, but um, yeah, there is a very actually sociologists have. Uh, have been developing so many concepts like trust, you know, especially in the context of Australia, we've got concepts like Islamophobia, multiculturalism, cosmopolitanism, so many of these actually studies can be corresponded we were actually reviewing them and we drew on them, yes, Um, but um, yeah, I think definitely under the title of so many concepts uh, we can actually relate our our work to the literature. Thank you for mentioning that. Now we move on to the third paper of Francesco Vigori of Roma University. He will talk on infrastructure local expenditure needs.